Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. Today's guest is James Holtrichter. He's author of A Just Cause, A True Story of Courage, Hope, and the Integrity of the American Dream, which he shares his firsthand, unvarnished experience of struggle and survival that paints a more complete picture of what it actually means to blow the whistle on dishonest corporations. James now mentors and coaches other whistleblowers to navigate and survive this long and arduous journey that they have decided to take. So welcome, James. Thank you very much, Stacy, for talking with me today. I'm glad to be here with you. We're glad to have you. Now, how are you trying to change the perception of whistleblowing? Well, when we speak to people at different seminars, the first thing I like to ask them is, what's the first thing that comes to their mind when they hear that word, whistleblower? Because I find that most of the answers I receive back from the audience is one of a negative connotation. So if you don't mind me asking you, Stacy, when you hear that word whistleblower, what comes to your mind? I think tattletale. I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think, blowing the whistle. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And, and, and don't worry, most people respond the same way. But what they don't understand is where that term comes from. And in fact, if you think of the English bobby, and in the past, they weren't armed, and they would usually have a whistle. And when they saw something wrong going on, they would blow the whistle to detract the attention of other bobbies in the area to come and give them help to maybe break up a crime and something like that. And it's also interesting to note, too, Stacy, that during the Watergate investigation, it was coined by the press to go along with those type of uh, feelings that people have, like you mentioned, like tattletale or snitch or stool pigeon or boat rocker. And it has a negative connotation with it. And what I want to help people to appreciate with the seminars that I I give, a celebration of heroes, that these are people who put everything that they are on the line to correct the wrongs that they see. And why don't people blow the whistle on unethical behavior if they see something going on? Is it because they don't want to be seen as, as a snitch? Well, that's mostly the cause, but another reason is, too, is, is because they put their career on the line when they do come forward. They've seen time and time again what usually happens to a whistleblower. They're treated like a pariah. They're, they're given the back office, or they're shipped off to you know areas that might be compared to Siberia, and they, they commit what would be considered career suicide. They become unemployable, and no one wants them. So rather than doing that, most people, when they see wrong happening in a corporate environment, usually go find another job. Now, what's happening right now that people would be astonished to hear? I know we've, speaking, we've spoken about this before, but things that are going on that, uh, that need a whistle to be blown on. Well, what we're finding in these, some of these cases that are going on is, is because our frail elderly are at risk in some of the situations they find themselves on when they're institutionalized in nursing homes. And what happens is they fall prey to some of the schemes that have come out in the past of taking advantage of them, uh, maybe turning them into 
what some people have coined as uh, pharmaceutical dumpsters that where they prescribe medicines that they might not need just to inflate the cost of treating them so they can pass this on to the public through Medicare and Medicaid billings. And so we've seen that in several cases where that's happened and people have come forward, nurses and people who are working at these institutions who have then put themselves at risk, their careers, to bring these things forward and bring these cases to a successful conclusion. And James, what happened in your case? Well, in my case, I was working as an internal auditor at a large defense contractor that was tasked with the defense of the of the country, and I found that there were some improprieties in their billings and in their material managements that eventually escalated to possibility to the tunes of hundreds of millions of dollars in overbillings and phantom costs and parts that did not exist but yet were showing up on the inventory. And so when I brought these to the attention of the internal auditors, to my uh, supervisors and to the vice presidents and in, even their internal security, they involved me in what they were trying to do is prevent this information from coming to the knowledge of the government. And then I was contacted by a federal agent and I cooperated in an undercover investigation that lasted for over a year of where I was taping documents to my body and being asked to wear wires in meetings. And eventually it came to light that I was cooperating and I was blackballed and forced out of the company. And then after 17 and a half years of battling this case, it came to a conclusion in 2005 where the government recovered about $134 million. Wow. Now, if someone is out there listening and they know of some fishy behavior going on wherever they work, what is the first thing that they should do? Well, the first thing they should do is to verify that what they're seeing is what they're seeing. But they think something is going on when something is not going on. And so what happens is that they inadvertently blow the whistle when there isn't something to talk about. But what they should do is verify the documentation. And I'm not encouraging people to take documents out of their company because that brings a whole nother level of risk for them. Um, then They should also then research up to find a good attorney in this uh, field of expertise, the False Claims Act. And there's a great organization out of Washington. It's called Taxpayers Against Fraud, and it's educational. And they find attorneys for whistleblowers to protect their rights under the laws that are provided uh, by the federal and state governments. And you can find them at taftaf.org. And I would encourage anyone who might be a whistleblower to look there first. All right, James. Well, thank you for joining us and sharing your wisdom. James Holzrichter was recently awarded the prestigious Cliff Robertson Sentinel Award for Integrity. He can be contacted at Holzrichter Consultancy at AOL.com. That's H-O-L-Z-R-I-C-H-T-E-R, Holzrichter Consultancy at AOL.com. And to learn even more about James and his book, A Just Cause, you can visit his website, jameshholzrichterconsultancy.com. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Stacey. I really appreciate the time you've taken to speak with me today. 
This podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.